Oh, I... how are we missing all this and not pressing record? Also, the best thing I ever snuck into a cinema was a bucket of KFC. Ate on the back seat with my then girlfriend. Oh. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and content that some listeners may find offensive. Wonderful. Um, I'm glad that we had your KFC larks there. I thought I'd just slip it in before the... I mean, we're streaming. That, that's all on the stream as well. There's no escape anymore. No. Oh, okay. this kind of ties in nicely to our episode, though. How do you make things more accessible? You make cinemas more accessible by letting you take your KFC in there. Right. Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. With your hosts, T, Cleves and Selena. Every week, bringing some much-needed balance and humour to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark, disabled world. Welcome back to Seesaw Podcast, the show that's inexplicably talking about smuggling KFC. So, why don't we do a little bit of a check-in and uh, see what's going on in the world of people. And we'll start with Cleves. Yeah, you know, I've done some stuff. Such as? Got a new suit jacket, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, God. We never... well, Did you find a... it? Did you find... full... I... No, I didn't. I had to get a full <laughs> new suit. So that's that's been bought and paid for now. And I'm... Oh. My, wa- my wallet is sad. Well, that's a good update, though. Yeah, it brings the saga to an end. <laughs> what a great story arc. Sunrise, sunset. Yeah. I went into the shop. They didn't have the jacket that matched the previous trousers. I was like, <laughs> fine, just give me a new suit. You win, boss bros. Selena, how are you? How did hot weather training go? Oh, it was tough. It was hard. It was good. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity. But it was hard work. Two sessions a day, football in the morning, a lot of running in the afternoon. And then I pulled my hip flexor on the last session, halfway through the last day. So I'm now injured. That's not a nice injury either. It's not a good one. I'm going physio tomorrow. So hopefully he can uh, sort me out. Here's my question. Did you get a sweaty <laughs> face? Why are you even asking this? <laughs> I don't know if I wear goggles, right? I think if it was warm weather training, you might get a sweaty face. What's not nice is wearing the blindfold. It's the friction on that sponge and on your face and the heat. That's That That was the issue. And how about you, Mr. T? Uh, I'm fine. Apart from today, started getting quite bad stomach cramps. Well... Look on the bright side. You seem cheerier now than you did already when you came into the room. Well, this is my podcast facade. As it's, soon as this is done, I'm gonna, house. my face is going to melt off and I'm just going to go back to bed. Well, we're glad you made it. Talia doesn't speak for me, by the way. Just... Yeah, I know that. I know that. I get no sympathy from you and I don't want it. I honestly don't want it. Just if you were all right when you came up. Yeah, but it was, uh, are you all right? As in, all right, mate. It wasn't like, all right. As in, I'm aware of your discomfort and I'm just going to just... Mm. <laughs> I was like, heard it's been a bad day. Tell your Uncle Cleves about it. Come and sit on my lap. Lies. <laughs> it became Uncle Cleves to creepy Uncle Cleves pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Topic of the week. Topic of the week. What are we doing? Seeing as we did the social and medical model last week, and we kind of ragged on the social model a little bit for making it society's problem for not being accessible enough in the world. We're going to talk about how we could make the world more accessible. However, I would also like to preface this by saying 
if we had all of the money in the world and money was no option. Okay. That makes life easier, right? Because otherwise, it's like, how are you going to pay for that? How are you going to pay for that? Okay. okay. I mean, this is a really broad topic, let's be fair. Hugely. So I think if we do try and narrow things down, maybe. Let's pick an area of society. That way, we can always pick different ones later on down the line. And all of a sudden, it's become some sort of brand new miniseries. Potentially. Called Making the World a Better Place. I mean, name pending. Name pending. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm happy to start with this one. I did have a thought. And this is a bit more of a how you could implement a lot of policy and change. When it comes to making sort of like laws, legislation, policy like that, the first thing I would like to see in this ideal world, which will never happen because of how government works, is I would like to see disabled people in the positions of policy making as opposed to the you know the bollocks they do or we spoke to two disabled people they've already come up with the social model and you weren't happy about them doing that what more do you want no but i think that there should be employed positions for disabled people who are trained on not being biased affirmative action is that what you're basically pitching yeah basically so that this can be ingrained into society from the systemic level but also those people having an understanding that the social model isn't the be all and end all you have to consider every aspect of it and every i'm basically telling them that they have to be the 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 gods of disability understand that everyone's needs are different man you went down a really different path on this i I wrote some notes and i was just like well that's why i want to go down this one first because i want to do a very pragmatic way of doing it something that could potentially really help. Okay, so disabled people in politics is basically what you're pitching, right? Yes, but not necessarily in elected roles. But no, more down to when policy is being made and think tanks, that sort of thing. I think it should be employed positions for trained disabled people, giving them work, but also so that there is that understanding of the wider scope of disability and making sure that those those individuals are from various aspects of the disabled community so you always have a say from vision impaired uh the cerebral palsy autism so you have it balanced as much as it can be are you planning on these being full-time positions by each of these people in those disabled minorities yes if not multiple full-time positions yeah there's a lot of policy that needs to be changed and at least when a policy were to come out there would be plausible deniability because you would have that think tank to say well we do have a, a large team who works on these policies to ensure that they're inclusive. Oh, remember when I talked about FDR and the brain trust? It's like that, but the disbrain trust. Yep. Again, name pending. But I went for a more overarching thing. Like, good, I job, think it's, good job we said that there's unlimited money, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be like, where the fuck fucking paying for this? But I think that that's realistically how you would start to change sort of attitudes when it came to the social medical model would you though or let me ask you this would you ever get anything done well it comes down to good management doesn't it and having kpi and tangents and stuff like that who's managing that though is that being able or a disabled person uh it would be a disabled person and they can the selection will be based on some form of gladiatorial combat is this a work from home position I don't see why it couldn't be. Yeah, it's hybrid. We've got to try and encompass as many disabled people as possible, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think hybrid is absolutely fine because then you can have, uh, like, across the country, 
to make sure that you are getting demographics that way because yeah let's face it there there's some areas that aren't as affluent as others and they'll have different thoughts and experiences on on things so that when you are enacting policy you wouldn't be segregating another community not necessarily disabled but maybe a lower income community or something like that what's the pay I think the pay would have to be a reasonable amount. I I think at least thirty thousand a year. Oh, I think it's a minimum wage. No, absolutely not. I think the minimum would How be. How trained are these people? I think they'd have to have at least uh, a level five, like MBQ level of training. What's that equate to? Is that a degree level? Um, it's not quite a completed degree. It's what, like... do they don't even have a degree in politics. I mean, you could have that in there, but I think an understanding of politics isn't necessarily the the thing here. I thought you were just talking about policy. It's, have, it's having an understanding of disability and culture. So if anything... Walk into that with no degree. Yes, you could. But if you're, if you're changing policy and, and get paid 30k a year, they better be, bare minimum, have a, have a fucking politics degree for me. Okay, well, if that's the case, then, then they're fine. We're not handing out jobs to people. That's not the aim of the game. Oh, no, no. I want people that are experienced and willing to do the job, that put the time in. Not I sat on my ass for 15 years, a disabled person, and then all of a sudden I get handed a job. Fuck that. Okay. Put the time in, get the reward. Okay, that's fair. Okay, degree level qualification. Preferably in politics, but I think sociology would also be a very useful aspect to have. Because it's a study business. of culture. Like a business management sort of thing. But the person managing the people. Are you just going for that place. management? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I've already put myself <laughs> in the job. So that, that that was my idea. <laughs> Any thoughts from yourself, Selena, now that I've been put in my place uh, by Cleves? Yeah, it's a good idea. Are you just being She's nice and not well? Yeah. No, right? <laughs> no, it's just a good thinking. idea. It's just how I considered this whole topic as well well no because you and Cleves have done it in more sort of like fragmented like tangible ways which I think is what we'll go on to but I just wanted mine to be okay how do we change societal views and this is how you do it yeah for that I, I need someone that has to be both fluent in politics as well as disability for me to want them to represent me yeah okay. I think you're right also Let's circle back to how they are getting the job. Well, we could have an election. Oh, no, no. I heard gladiatorial combat. I mean, gladiatorial now, combat. Let me, let me tell you what I think would be a great thing, right? So, <laughs> for each... Why should I say that? For each... Firstly, how are you defining each of the disabilities? How, how, how are you narrowing these down? Like, is there a visual impairment, a hearing impaired, a cognitive impaired, like a physically impaired? Like, how many is it going to be? Well, I don't want a partial representing me. It needs to be a proper blind person. Oh, see, this is what we're yep. talking about. We've already got problems right here. Well, with unlimited money as we've established, I think you could have a very large team, and I think you would need to. Uh, are they voting democratically on policy then? Because this is yes, a I think it would be a democratic procedure for policy with a base currency for anything to pass. But All right, you'd need a lot of people. Essentially, it'd be a disability council with potentially forty, fifty delegates in there which you could elect based on disability or region oh my god 50 at 30k a year yeah what so said? no wonder it's not happening in the real world unlimited money yeah, yeah. you, you right. can't be picking it apart based on the financial cost when we said i'm just saying money. it is a lot of money it mm. is but i i never said it wouldn't be okay but all right 
So to get these particular positions, you mentioned some sort of gladiatorial combat. Now, here's what I think <laughs> you should happen. I think it should be defined per disability. Sometimes it might be, you know, in-person fighting. Maybe if, you know, you've got a physical disability that impairs you from fighting, maybe, uh, but, you know, you still have some sort of hand-eye coordination or something. Are you airing towards a charity race of wheelchairs? Is that where you're going with this? Well, no, no. We're not necessarily race. It has to be some sort of combat. Okay, you (laughs) can put swords on the wheels. And uh, maybe they just do it online, like through gaming. And, like, you know, if you get really good at your particular character, then you, you get the job. With the, with the current state of accessibility in gaming, I don't think that'll fly. Why? Use it with your feet and shit. Look, it's a work in progress, is what I'm saying. You can fight in person if you wish. I'm not saying to the death. I'm just saying that if, you, if you're going down this gladiatorial combat route, I'd like to know that the person that's in charge not only has the politics knowledge, the disability knowledge, but also the strength to carry me. <laughs> Through okay. my views. Okay, I was wondering where you were going to go with it because... Uh, the strength I, and the will and the mindset and the determination to get their shit done. Okay, that's fair. I think you're focusing on the wrong thing there when I said gladiatorial combat as opposed to the political, sociological, cultural changes that could be made with democratically elected... Yeah, yeah but you've already got two candidates, right? I'm not saying like you make everyone do it. I'm saying like you get a final two candidates that are willing to represent your particular subsection of disability, then make them fight. Or we could do Squid Game of Disabled People. Yeah, I said not to the death, necessarily. Oh, no, it's not going be death. But your benefits get cut if you lose. Oh, oh shit. Oh. That's how they pay the wages. I mean, to be fair, at least that way you know that the person really got to want it. Yeah. Mm. But still, for 30k, would I risk my benefits package for the rest of my life? How many years are we talking benefits cuts? At least five. I think the pay's going to need to be higher. I think the pay's got to be 40 grand a year, then. Okay. The risky benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you've got to want it, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Essentially, they would need to be on less than a member of parliament, uh, like a council Why? leader. Why? Because they're not running a constituency. They're, they're okay, a good. policy. They're, they're policy making, so it isn't on a wider scale. But they would still need to have decent compensation for what is a quite demanding job, as you know from the con- like contemporary points on the disabled community. And also, it would get rid of all of those people who are saying that they're advocates and don't actually do anything because they'd be tangibles, because these would be the advocates. And they'd be accountable because they're getting paid, slash elected. And if you gave them terms of five years, you could get rid of them. I like to think you'll elect the top two, and then it's up to them to fight out. (laughs) Let's not get rid of the combat, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. But let's let's move on, (laughs) Shaq. Okay. Let's go to Selena next. I don't know. I feel a bit inferior now to your really clever idea. Or my world-changing concept. Oh, it's mm. world-changing now. <laughs> I don't think anyone said that, T. Just to start thinking about the combat, you'll be fine. Just to be clear, I'm not saying it wasn't to the death. <laughs> okay. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, (laughs) D.C. Okay. Well, no, because we need to sort out all the things like the other aspects of society as well, so... You know, okay. How, how do we fix those? Like, and how would they? Yeah, you because know, potentially these are, these changes could be taken to these think tanks to implement into policy. Well, when I considered this, I was kind of just thinking selfishly more about myself than any other disability and accessibility. To be quite honest, I mean, it's a big project, isn't it? Trying to make the world accessible for everyone. I can't imagine <laughs> you just self thinking. I know, right? So my initial thoughts on this. Got me thinking, like, you know, Rosie, the robot in the Jetsons. I was thinking she'd be quite helpful to me to help with my everyday tasks that I find a little bit tricky because she could basically do them for me. She's, you know, the cleaning, the cooking. I mean, I have got good news for you. Roomba. Huh? Tesla, their Optimus robot, is essentially that. Please tell me his first name is Brian. Uh. But Tesla, I've I've seen it do some amazing things. This robot and it's coming leaps and bounds. I watched mm-hmm. it sorting blocks, which doesn't sound interesting, but like there was I don't like... need block sorting. No, <laughs> but the interesting thing is it was sorting like blue. Blocks. It might sort your cans for you. Yeah, like the beans and peas. Exactly. Uh-huh. So it was identifying okay. the blocks and putting them in certain places. But then one of them fell over. And then before it went and picked up the next block in front of it, it went back and corrected the oh. one that had fallen over. And it's like, no, that has to be standing up like the rest. So although it's a little bit mundane, it's the sort of thing that you could do it for, like loading your fridge and stuff like that. And it's like the whole, oh, shop window displays. This stuff has to go up here. This has to go there. And okay. making sure that it's doing it correctly, because it would go back and correct any mistakes it made. But- also, buy a Roomba. I'm sure you've got the budget for it. What what does a Roomba do? Robot Roomba, vacuum. it's a robot vacuum, and it plays music if you wish. I don't know and, about and these the, things. And there's a robot lawnmower as well. Yep. Right. Think of think of all the shit you don't have to be doing, Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. There's, there's also a very expensive uh, expensive robot fridge where it will link to an online account like a Cardo, and if you run out of milk, for example, it will add it to your shopping <laughs> list for the end of the week. I need to tell and let me know when stuff's gone off in the fridge, like stuff that you forget about that's in there, and then you rediscover months later. Maybe all... no, you don't even realise it's there, and then you put your hand in and like into the drawer. Like, oh, this is a bit soft and icky. That, that's the kind of info I need. Out of sight, out of mind, isn't it? Right. Yeah. That. But would like, be good. yeah, if you could scan if... something, maybe like a barcode or something, like as you put it in the fridge. And then it says, your lettuce has been in the fridge for seven days. <laughs> yeah, like a little notification, like, so you remember it's there. Yeah. Or, or you take it out and it's like, are you sure you want to eat this brown, gooey lettuce? Mm. I don't know, how long will lettuce last these days in the fridge? 
and a vegetable crisper. I never buy one because you're never going to get through a whole ball of it, are you? <laughs> you know, that's true. Commonly known as a ball of lettuce. <laughs> Not a head of lettuce. No, 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 no. So, okay, what other tasks would you want? So, like, so if I had a Rosie, I if you drop something and, you know, you have to do that whole sweepy arm thing or just roll around on the floor to find it, just one of them, like, Rosie, please help I'll me find my blah, 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 blah. That would be helpful. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That would be really helpful. There's been many a times where I'm, like, getting... Like, I drop something on the floor, like a, a paracetamol tablet or something like that, and I just take one cursory look down, like, Dad. oh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Oh, well. I <laughs> just carry on. It's like, I'm never finding it. The Ruber will get that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, finding things, that's that's quite helpful. Okay. What else? So, I was thinking that this robot could do all these different tasks for me. And then I kind of realised maybe it's just going to make me a really lazy person. So do I actually want this and is this a good thing? Maybe it could be your PT though. Like give you workout instructions and shit as well. Mm. Like like a home gym robot. Yeah. One more rep, one more rep. <laughs> Definitely a bit of motivation rather than it just doing everything. I mean, let's face it, if there was a PT robot, Peloton will be doing it, charging people 10 grand for it and then you have to subscribe as well. It's, um, <laughs> I want one of those Peloton bikes. Oops, you do. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. I'd love one. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to get one. I can't. I am genuinely not that rich. Yeah. Enjoy um, spending when three grand on it and then a £50 a month subscription because it does not come with the It's not 50 quid a month. I think it's around 50 quid a month. It is. I think it actually is. Yeah. What? Yeah. Just for a bike. Mm. Yeah. But you have to buy the bike yourself as well, and that's three grand. Yeah. I'd love to have their marketing team work for Cecil. What? Brutal. They've, they've done it, haven't they? They've gone, do you know what? It's for rich You mums. pay for the bike and pay us extra every month. And people are going, mm. oh, that does seem like a good idea. Yeah. I could spend substantially less at the gym and get PT and still spend substantially less. But no, 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 no. I'll use this bike, which I'll probably buy and not use all that much, and pay the subscription, which, again, after two months, I'll probably not use, much like the gym. And that's the one for me. Yeah, but the bike does talk to you. Oh, well, great. It's got some accessibility features. Sign me up. This uh, episode is not sponsored by Peloton. Well, we've not come around to me yet, so I'm just going to butt myself in. On the home section things, because none of my notes actually touched on this, here's something that I would like. You sort of already have it, but something that tells you what colour that shit is when you get it out of the wardrobe. Mm -hmm. I, I have a bit of trouble now in the mornings when it's dark telling like what what colors like dark blue from black or you know purple from blue or that sort of thing so it'd be nice if you had a, a smart wardrobe that was like you're wearing a plain purple shirt today cleaves that you bought from burton's ages ago why the fuck have you not bought a new one that shop's been closed down for like five years so you'd like, like a mirror talking mirror 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 on the that, wall that would also work for me mirror mirror on the wall please tell me do i look fucking god awful that'd be great <laughs> So basically, Mirror was seeing AI built into it. Yeah. But I want it to insult me as well. I mean, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, but I want it to be truthful. I don't want you to just guess at what I'm wearing, T. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's the fun in that? Or or it just have, like, really sort of backhanded things. Like, Selena, it's like, oh, are you sure that shirt's right for you? That sort of thing. <laughs> Sounds it might good. be, might be good. work there, Selena, as you're recording comments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so you could work on the voiceover. Yeah. I like this. Employment opportunity. Yeah. Do you think those jeans fit in the right place? Just, you know, <laughs> you, you ask the question as opposed to just telling them exactly how it is. Are you sure you can pull off shorts? <laughs> yeah. Those legs don't really go with those shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look fat in this? I don't know. Stand back a little further and I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. So, talking mirror. Talking mirrors, talking wardrobes. A magic mirror, if you will. Mm. It'd be... No, that's more of a laziness thing. I was about to say, it'd be quite nice if I had something that made my bed for me. That's just <laughs> lazy. I mean, yeah, that, that's not really an accessibility thing. Do you know what I saw in a VI group today? I'm not going to say the word complaining. People finding it tricky to find an accessible coffee machine and they wanted to know if... One, does anyone know about an accessible coffee machine? And two, would people like to group together because they're not happy with the amount of touchscreens and inaccessible products out there these days? I agree with the touchscreens. They do infuriate me. But there is an accessible coffee machine. It's called a Tassimo. You press the button once and it will pour the exact amount based on the barcode of the pod. Oh, no, they didn't want one with a pod. Oh, so they want to be a pedantic (laughs) coffee drinker. Okay, well, if they want to be pretentious, I got I can't help. Them. I I can't give you a an accessible coffee machine. What I can give you is a learning experience. I have a hot water dispenser. Uh, it has no off. No, it does have an off button, obviously, but it has an on and an off. It doesn't stop automatically. So the the thing is, though, I tend to use the same cups, or like you know, if you've bought cups for your house, chances are you've got six of the same, right, or something mm-hmm. similar. So you will know after it's a bit of a trial and error scenario. I'll give you that, but you, after a couple of times, you'll know how long it takes for that to to fill up. I can tell you it's roughly for the time that I turn it on, go for a wee, come back, wash my hands, and by that point it's done. Turn it off. <laughs> by the sounds of it, this complaint is more about someone who wants to get into like artisan coffee, and that okay. How are you going to make that? accessible well, i'm glad you asked to because i also have a cafetiere now once i <laughs> once i've ground my beans and ch- chucked in the in the grounds because i am that coffee wanker at the weekends i can also tell you that roughly how long it takes me to fill a cafetiere through the same hot water dispenser yeah. but I, I mean i can't but i know roughly you could probably get a couple of wees in there and a couple of hand washers hmm. probably two and a half the time it takes to fill a cup I mean, should there be accessibility on all appliances? Yes. But if the, if this is the case that someone wants to know about a very specific, they want a really accessible espresso machine where you can change, like, the pressure of it and stuff like that to get the right amount. You could call it espresso. The, they could do. But no one's making that. And these machines are already so expensive and quite niche in themselves. Should they have accessibility? Yeah, They could put probably, a laser but- in it. And basically, it just stops when it gets to the top of your cup. I don't think that'd be too hard, right, these days? I, I don't know. I don't really know what the, the person's issue is. If they don't want pods, then, you know, cafetiere, it's fine. I mean, I don't drink coffee, so I haven't got a clue about any of this talk, but it's just something Do you know what a cafetiere is, at least? No, generally don't. It's, it's a, a big old mesh. Yeah it's a, yeah, it's a big old glass jug, and then it's got a little mesh, and you press oh. the coffee down in it. The coffee wankers. Okay. Yep. I, I drink I tea. Wrong. Easy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Bag in, bag out. Yep. Especially when it's on the little string thing. Oh, no, I don't really like the strings. 
makes it easier. No. Just pull it out. No, yeah, but I feel like nice. it absorbs too much of the water and it's a piece of thread. I like pressing the tea bag against the mug rope. with the spoon. Like you to can get still all the... do that with the string ones, you know that, right? Yeah, but you got the dangly string thing in the way again. It's because TS Rich Boy twined its tea bags. I've had this conversation with him probably not two days ago. They were on offer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we have anything else like Cleves on your list of accessibility in the around world? the home? Yeah. No, I think well, I think that's probably good for now, right? Yeah. Definitely a series in this. Definitely, yeah. considering I've touched none of these notes that I had. Same for next time, buddy. I know, right? But yeah, I think accessible appliances that they are getting better. Like smart fridges, they're basically built on the Android in a, like system, so you could have accessibility features thrown into them. Quickly on that, I didn't realise, but we basically only touched on our, like our own disabilities. But how about that like, little robot arm that gives you the shit out of the fridge for you? You know, like if you can't reach it, if, oh, you're yeah. gonna... if you had an Optimus, it can do so many things. Like, I've seen it folding like clothes, stuff like that, mm. and ironing. Mm. And ironing, yeah, this thing will iron, oh, and then it will fold the clothes, iron. and it can put them in piles. Oh, I think I need one of these. It, it can do loads. It's very, very good, and it's learning because it's got AI. It's not like other robots where it's told its purpose. You can tell it what to do. Like with the block sorting, it was just told. Like it wasn't pre-trained. It was like, this is a blue block. This is a yellow block. Sort them into piles, and then they just kept putting different color blocks down. And then and it, it just becomes self-aware and sorts robots from humans and kills everyone that's not itself. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't go around looking like a blue block and, you know, it might try to put you in a pile. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's a lot of really cool stuff that this is doing. And apparently it will cost less than a sort of like a standard car, which does sound like a lot of money. But... For a block sort, yeah. Well, but when if it's... I don't need a car, I wouldn't mind one of these... Optimus, like Optimus, you call it. Optimus. Yeah, no, I'm on it. It's very really, hmm. for anyone who's seen iRobot. It looks like one of the iRobot things. It walks, and, and yeah, it's everything. named after one of the Transformers. One of the Decepticons coming in. <laughs> what a rifle <laughs> brand! Has yeah, yeah. When's Mark Wahlberg doing the adverts? That's why I want to know. Yeah, I mean, Charlotte Buffet doing them. Can we? Yeah, right, let's, let's, right, let's, let's, let's get, get off here. Let's get off. So. As always, we do value your comments, your feedback. We're thinking about around the home. What do you want to be accessible? What do you want it to be easier and you think would help other people? And try not to to do the whole laziness thing like making your bed and stuff like that. It's got to be something that you find genuinely difficult to do and you expect others do as well. AI knives that only know vegetables from fingers. Yeah? All right, I'll leave you on that. <laughs> and on that ridiculous note, we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Seesaw Podcast. Your feedback and comments mean a lot to us, so if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so in the following ways. Find us on X at Seesaw Pod, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. And you can stream with us live every week on Twitch at Seesaw Podcast. Remember to like, rate, review, and share with a friend.
This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience. Oh, I can God. tell you right now that the size of the bag of M&M's is absolutely irrelevant. I'll still eat it.